Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I am joined once again by some good friends of mine. We got Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We got returning guest star of the show, Zach Markham. Zach, good to see you, buddy. And then we have a very special guest, his first time doing uh, the Royal Geek Podcast with us, a friend of mine from back in our time in school together, fellow mass communications major, Curtis Gann. Gann the man. Curtis, how you doing? Doing pretty well. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. Um, we gave you the call up because we know you're such a big Star Wars guy. Hey, actually, fun, fun story for uh, Justin and Zach. <laughs> uh, when The Force Awakens came out, uh, me and another buddy were picking up Curtis at the time. This tells you a lot about <laughs> Curtis and how long ago this was. Uh, Curtis was working at Kmart here in town, which is now yeah, just in your Holy yeah. crap, man. Yeah. Kmart, literally. Yeah. Kmart well, in Carrollton. What's, what's, or, uh, what's Kmart? <laughs> <laughs> in the town we live in. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Date ourselves. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, working at Kmart, and we parked in the parking lot waiting and um, when he he literally, I I kid you not, he got off work and he sprinted to our car, like we were on the way to the movie theater. He sprinted to our car, and we turned the mute. And he didn't know we were gonna do this, but we rolled the windows down and we had like the Star Wars theme music playing yeah. as loud as we could. How hype were you, man? I, I was so hyped about it because it's a new series that we're going to get, and I literally jumped into their car. Like, <laughs> the door flew open. I'm in. I'm like, go, go, go. And then we like, just, we're trying to meet. We're trying to get. It wasn't even a midnight premiere. It no. was like a. We, we, well, we peeled out of that place, tank. man. We peeled yeah. out of there, bro. <laughs> so uh, that was great memories, man. That Definitely was, sounds like a good, good time. Yep. It was. Justin, you might have even been there that night. We might have met you at the theater. I don't know. Was he there, um, Curtis? I think so. I Strong think possibility. You were like two rows behind us. Strong possibility. Yeah. There's a really good chance you were there. Yeah, I probably was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, you know what? Who's not here right now? Ah, oh, let's say it. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Shimato. He's missing. I know a, f- a friendly voice. Yeah, that we, it's our fellow weird. co-host. This right? feels weird, yeah, man. We're two two uh, relative strangers in front of us now without Shimato. Like I that's know. that's crazy. I do I do miss Shimato. Anthony, I know you're here in spirit, man. I know you'll be listening. Yeah. He's tied up at the moment. Uh, he's uh, being a very good fiance. That's what he's doing right now. So uh, shout out to him. Uh, we'll, we'll carry on. No doubt. This Zach, is the way. How are you feeling, man? <laughs> yes. I'm good, man. Doing great. Good deal. We're glad you're here. Um, all right. So let's do this. Uh, if you're listening, thank you for listening. And uh, we want to encourage you to please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod, and to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. Please leave us a review. Let's get into tonight's topic. We are obviously doing a review. We do episode breakdowns of each episode of The Mandalorian. We're in season two. We're close to the end, boys. This is the second to last episode, chapter 15, titled The Believer. Very interesting title, yeah. The Believer. Yep. Uh, before we get into, oh yeah, by the way, spoilers, <laughs> uh, that should be obvious by now, but, uh, we are definitely going to be talking spoilers. I don't know why you came on here thinking we weren't going to talk spoilers. We're going to talk spoilers. Um, general thoughts of just the episode before we get deep into discussion, boys. Uh, overall good episode. Uh, definitely not the direction I thought I was going to go in, but 
Uh, we got a lot of good action scenes in this episode, a lot of good references from Rogue One, other other areas in the Star Wars universe. So. I, th- I thought you predicted we would have like the team, like them trying to get the team together. Well, I guess that really wasn't the whole point of the episode, though. No, it was uh, not. No. Yeah, there was no, no team building. It was it was there for a minute, and then they're like, "All right, we're moving on." Yeah, true. Yeah, I thought the same thing that this episode was going to be about team building. Like, hey, let's get the group together because I've seen things and read online that this was kind of go like the Magnificent Seven kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, Mando's going to get everybody from the last step for like from the last episode to kind of set that up at the end. There, hey, we got to get everybody. We're going to go off of Moff Gideon, but it was like, all right, cool, standalone episode until the for the second and last episode. I'm cool with that. Let's see what happens. Yep. Yeah, it was. Uh, it definitely had more of the the filler vibe for sure. Um, but I do believe it it had a um, a good chunk of uh, substance. I would say to it, especially during certain instances of dialogue. You mean uh, substance? Yeah. What did I say? Substance. Did I really? Yeah. I think wow. You, yeah. I think you made that up. Uh, but it's wow. okay. Keep going. Okay. Shocking. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm terrible with words and grammar. And I am bad stuff, with so talk. <laughs> I, I know nothing. Anyway, but yes, uh, certain um, aspects of the dialogue were uh, quite incredible, actually, as far as the character building with not only uh, the Mandalorian himself, uh, but just other, other characters as well. But uh, yeah, a lot of you can take away from that, but 100% filler, for sure. 100% filler. Well, let's get in. We start with, uh, they're on... Some sort of New Republic um, mining planet. What, what was this at the very beginning where we pick up on Mayfeld? They, they, they said oh, it on Chapter 14 where he was, but some sort of... Uh, it was like a it was like a scrapyard. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a scrapyard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the scene cuts in, and you, know, you see a bunch of old TIE fighters there in the mm-hmm. field, uh, a bunch of uh, Imperial tech, maybe some AT, ATSDs. Uh, but I like how, like... In the distance, you see more of those AT-AT walkers that they turn into yeah. uh, cranes. Yes. And I just couldn't help but think of the irony like in the aspect. Because I'm assuming most of the uh, prisoners here were stormtroopers or ex-imperial. So just to see that this once giant machine was tearing down rebel bases, you know, striking the fear into the enemies, and now it's used to scrap the rest of the imperial tech. See, when this scene first started, I 100% got vibes of uh, the opening scenes of Fallen Order mm-hmm. um, and how you meet yeah. uh, Cal Kestis, right? Yep. And uh, he's working on the junkyard. In a brief moment you there... You thought it was coming? I, I was like, dude, what? Is Cal back in the junkyard after uh, working there in the beginning? Because uh, obviously the timeline is Cal was working there after um, Order 66 happened already. Yep. So I'm like, is this... I don't know where were we at in the timeline here, but uh, I, I 100% believe that we were going to get Fallen Order, uh, Cal Kestis. But it, it, it's it 100%, trans- huh? I thought, I, I thought. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, as far as the when the scene opened up, because it's literally like scene for scene, almost the beginning of uh, Fallen Order, and uh, but then we get uh, Mayfeld is what we get. Yeah, so Mayfeld is scrapping, and a droid comes up on him and says, uh, "Prisoner three four six six seven or something like that." Um, to you are being reassigned to Marshall Dune, right? Yeah, you yeah. throwing away her throwing her badge around, man. Yeah, man. So she basically takes him and he's he's worried. And by the way, again, having Bill Burr is just awesome. Yes. <laughs> Bill Burr, man. Yeah. What a great addition, man. Dude, his just interaction, the, the way he's trying to like dude, I think my favorite subtle moment of the whole episode was when he made a joke about uh Cara Dune and nobody laughed. Because he's with the like the four most stoic people in the galaxy, two Mandalorians, Fennec and Kara. Like they don't they don't care about any of his jokes or his humor or anything. You know what I'm saying? 
they're just like they're just all locked in on the mission. <laughs> yeah. But I digress. Uh, so, anyways, he um, he's following her. He has no idea where they're going. She walks up on Slave One, and he's following her. And Boba Fett walks out with Look, a nice, clean, shiny clean armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. that boy got <laughs> souped up. Yeah, some new, wow. some new paint on that too. I mean, looked it like looked, it, man. Yes, yes it looks good. New paint. Wow, he must have had time on Slave One. Like he probably let somebody else drive in order. So I got to clean something real quick, man. Hang yeah. on, give me a, give me a second here. It it was so clean. Yes, honestly, it yeah. was so clean that when I saw him, I didn't think it was him. I'm dead serious. For a, for like a second or two, I was like, "Wow, they have a who's this other? Oh, that's Boba Fett. <laughs> I thought it was like some third Mandalorian or like a random like helmet someone found. I had I, I honestly didn't know what was happening there because um, it was. It was really nice. Yeah, it was like, very nice. He, this was like so fresh of paint. Like it was completely different from when he was introduced from Empire Strikes Back. Like he had gray in there, but yeah. no longer he had gray. It was solid green. Bro, that paint on. was still drying as we saw it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that was fresh, yeah. man. So, anyways, you could tell that Mayfield, and that bright orange on the shoulders. Man. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that was, looked good. Man. It was really funny because Mayfield was like, "Oh, he was like scared." He's like, man, I thought you were someone else. And then literally right as he says it, the Mandalorian walks yeah. out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm loving the, like, Boba's his, uh, armor style is, like, more matted. Um, I'm liking the more matted look because Mando is just 100% shiny. Like, it's, like, yeah. metallic. You really feel it. Um, but, yeah, it looked good. But the reaction he had when he saw Mando, he's like, oh, man. Man, I know there's people theorizing that Fennec and, and Boba are still going to turn bad at some point. But I really hope they don't, because how cool is it? Like even later in the episode, uh, Mando refers to him as Fett. He's like, you know, oh, t- yeah. gives him some sort of instruction. The, yeah, it's like, man, they got some, they yeah. got some good chemistry yeah, going. Yeah, dude, right they're here, on a man. last name basis. Yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, it was good, man. So uh, basically, they recruit. Well, they don't really recruit. They just tell him get on the ship. Yeah, they force him into. Yeah. Uh, Duty, I guess. They tell Mayfield to get on the ship. They, uh, he says, "What do you want with me? You're, you're former Imperial. Mm-hmm. You know, you have ability to get, you know, different uh, coordinates for. They're trying to get to Moff Gideon, and uh, he's like, well, what's in it for me?' <laughs> and then <laughs> they're like, nothing. <laughs> yeah, better view. That's better all you view, get. Yeah, better view. That's front row tickets. <laughs> they said <Yeah>. a better view. <laughs> That's all you get. Yeah." <laughs> Um, so they have to go to the planet Morak and uh, get into the, some sort of refinery. What was the what was the um, element that that rhinidium or rhino rhydonium rhydonium rhydonium? That's the, basically their fuel in the Star Wars universe, which a lot of people always forget that there is fuel for these ships. There's a lot of intake from when the um, latest series had that issue where it's like, well, the ship's running out of fuel. Everyone's like, what do you mean you have fuel for these ships? Ships have to have fuel to go places. Yeah, so a big, uh, big contributor to every Starfleet for the Empire or everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, And obviously uh, weaponry as well. Yeah, So, and it's highly flammable, as we yes, learned. Yes. We learn, <laughs> yeah, later on we learn for sure. Yeah, so uh, here's my thing. This is a This episode was pretty much, it's again, it's a it's a video game like there's just one mission right so you have another mission um a lot of these episodes are just kind of i don't know i don't want to say they are cuz i love them but some of these like just one mission episodes just kind of feel like one layered like just there's not much to it even the good ones right yeah. even the one where Ahsoka Tano was there like it was good but it was still just like definitely really one simple. off it, it was, was one really off simple. for sure anyways why don't we do this 
Um, let's talk about everything up until uh, the Mandalorian takes his helmet off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's then pretty we'll, much spoilers. Yeah. Well, yeah. we already went. We already said it. So. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll talk about everything after that. Okay. Okay. Well. So, yeah. Okay, so the action, the mission, everything yeah. at the beginning. When uh, Mando and Mayfeld switch costumes, they move, they switch uniforms with the a tank troopers. Uh, they they have dialogue while they're driving. Okay, and I think that this was probably one of the most. Do key... they have dialogue or is it just uh, a, a monologue? Okay, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get good point there because Mayfeld's doing literally all the talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mando does chime in at the end, but uh, May, Mayfeld's point that he's driving home is that like. You have these rules and stuff, but they are they're easily compromised when it comes to something that you really want to happen. And so he said, "What is it? Is it that you don't take off your Mandalorian helmet or you don't show your face because they're two different things?" Mm. And this kind of dives a little deeper into what Mando's doing right now because when he was introduced to Bo-Katan earlier in the season, uh she was questioning the, his his mindset because she was like, hey, you're following a uh, more radical group of Mandalorians, and now uh, this is the way it, this is the way it should be. Like you're you're a part of this other group, and um, you're kind of stuck in your ways, and you need to start seeing a little bit outside. So it's really talking about Mandalorian and his mindset, and yeah. if he's willing to compromise and where he's willing to go with his beliefs. Yeah. Well, well, at this point, you know, you just see. He's not really so much as part of that group as more as he is like a father figure. So now it's at a point where a father has lost his child, and what extent is he going to go to get that child like back? What is he willing to jeopardize as far right. as his personal, uh, his personal right. beliefs? And, that, and that's when he starts to walk on both sides of the fence, so to speak. Yeah, and that's where I believe the title comes from, True Believer. It's like, what does he believe in? Does he believe in his radical cult of being a Mandalorian or does he believe in being a true Mandalorian of the sense of the actual world and the actual Mandalorian code like what they stand for what right they stand yeah. for yeah mm-hmm. it okay yeah yeah a lot of a lot of internal uh de- debating going on for our our uh our hero. Yeah, I didn't think uh, Mayfeld was gonna be the one to drive that home, to drive that idea. Yeah, home. what is that? Yeah. That's crazy. Because huh? like Bill Burr, I mean, he was always. I mean, he's a, a comedian, obviously first, and uh, a great comedian at that. But uh, but for him to be kind of driving home this really uh, serious aspect to uh, morality, yeah, morality, truth. yeah, truth, exactly, and it, it played a factor through the entire episode up until um, he. Well, I'm not going to spoil it now yet, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get everything there. before the helmet. Yeah, everything before the helmet. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. So Yeah, just the aspect of the action that we saw. Because, again, some of this was just up until they get into the barracks and into the mess hall and their, their, or the cafeteria, yeah. you know. Um, they're, let's, I mean, let's not forget to mention that uh, <laughs> the Mandalorian is a straight B.A. with all this. Uh, Bro. <laughs> On top of the freaking tanker, You're talking he's just, about the uh, oh, the Tom Cruise uh, train fight scene right there. That exactly, we saw? dude, man, dude, that fight scene was incredible against the pirates. Uh, yeah. That one wave after another, he kept yeah. just uh, he his blaster stops working, so he has to freaking toss it, it, and he's like, okay, let's go. He's got his fist going, ready, to, ready to just toss people over overboard. Well, I just want to point out like a quick like a quick scene that happened right there. Like when he first noticed that the pirates were on board that, that juggernaut and he opens the window and starts shooting at him, he missed a couple of times. Did you he guys did. catch that? He did. Yeah, was that because that. he was wearing a stormtrooper helmet? Was yeah, that probably? <laughs> yeah, it's the most inefficient helmet that, that, that's they're, out there. They're all inefficient. Yeah, but yeah. then he gets up the, there, and it's well, no issue. Well, before that, but he he hit the dude that was yeah, in midair. Yeah, in midair. <laughs> so, like, I wonder if he accounted for the error. 
That was amazing. Well, I like planned ahead, yeah. so. making adjustments as he yeah. goes. <laughs> yeah, because he really went like once once the blaster ran out, he never tried to get a gun again. Yeah, no, he's he like, just... no, he went fisticuffs. Hey, Pedro Pascal using a spear, use you know what I mean? What's 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 wrong with that, man? Yeah. It looks good, and, you know. And in that fight scene, I think he actually forgot that he was wearing his best guard because then he went to oh, start blocking. Yes. Yeah, and then it cut him on his arm. Yeah, and yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember yes, that because his his armor broke off up on the uh, left uh, shoulder area. Yep. His armor had broken. That's, yes. That's a yeah. good shout. They oh. made a point to focus in on that, I believe, because they yeah. were like, Mando's mindset of the of the fight changed. He's like, oh, shoot, I'm vulnerable, so I got to actually, like, do some stuff. And he actually did. He, like, he, dude, he laid pipe for sure. Yeah. Yep. Dude, they went to, they were just, he was destroying all those pirates, man. How about that spear throw? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Beautiful oh, throw. The best beautiful. since Troy, man. The best since Troy. It was really good. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, I mean, and then... <laughs> He, he just walks back so accomplished, and then as they're as they're pulling into the I guess the Empire compound or refinery, whatever it's called, Bill, uh, excuse me, uh, Mayfeld says, "Never, th- never thought I'd be so relieved to see stormtroopers." Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. that and might not be the exact quote. But. They they roll out, and uh, you got a, a mixture of the shore troopers and the stormtroopers as well. So you got the white and the beige armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, nice uh, shout out there to uh, Battlefield Two, right? Uh, that was actually from Rogue One. Oh, Rogue- yeah, yeah uh, right there at the Battle of uh, Scarif. I think. I, yeah, I think yeah. that's it. Oh, yeah. Scarif. Yeah, yeah, where yeah, they, yeah, yeah, where they had those stormtroopers. Sand troopers. The, yeah. yeah. So okay. good, good, good. And you hear all of them, glory to the Empire, oh, and everyone's yeah. like cheering yeah. them, you know, <laughs> saluting them. And Mayfield, I, you know, he never put his helmet back on, which again just still feels like. I get that they were trying to have that moment with his former captain later on, mm-hmm. but it's like almost no troopers walk around without a helmet. Right. And nobody says yeah. anything of it, you know? Did anybody else think about that? Well, it's almost like he had some guilt. Maybe he didn't want to put the helmet back on due to some regrets in his past. You think so? I, I kind of I can see that, but I also felt like we're dealing with a mirror image of Mayfeld not wearing his helmet and Mando saying, I can only wear the helmet. There's nothing else I can wear. Mm-hmm. This is my identity. And so if I take this off, I'm no longer part of my radical cult, as we've already said it is. Mm -hmm. So I think there's that mirror image of what's going on between the two. Right. Hmm. Wow, that's good. That's a good point, man. I like that. That's a good uh, illustration. So, again, a lot of the episode up until this point was just kind of an adventure, some action. You know, they they were talking about the strategy of who's going to go in earlier. That was kind of funny, too, right? Like, nobody else can go in. You know, so Mando says, uh, "Finical go." She's like, "No, I'll trip the, the uh, ISB, ISB yeah, as well. registry." Yep. And then he says, uh, "Fet." He's like, "Let's just say they'll recognize my face." <laughs> 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 so good. Oh. So, so Mando obviously steps up, goes in with Mayfeld. Uh, but again, the episode was mostly up until this point was just some cool action and uh, a pretty basic linear storyline, and then. Everything shifts the moment they go in. They try to go into it was the cafeteria, right? Yeah, the, the mess yeah, hall. The mess, yeah. the mess hall. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I did say it right earlier. I thought I made a mistake. They're trying to get to that internal terminal inside the mess hall to get yeah. the coordinates for Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. Mayfeld halfway walks in, then he notices his former superior officer or whatever, a former captain sitting at a table, and he chickens out. And then again, I could tell exactly what was going to come next because it said he had to do facial rec- or, um, a facial, facial scan. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, okay, the helmet's coming off. It's got to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about everything now after 
from the moment that uh, Mayfeld and Mando are having that um, discussion in the entrance of the mess hall moving forward, um, you know, Mando goes to the terminal. Mm-hmm. He's trying to I get love the how he tries to, to scan he his did. helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> want to take his helmet off, but he's going to scan it anyway. I love that. And then it's doing a countdown of uh, uh, this error will yeah. cease to exist and or whatever. No hesitation. Yeah. No look around to see if anybody's looking. He is committed to mm-hmm. Grogu. Yes. He's committed to getting the kid back. Mm-hmm. And he just takes yeah. the helmet off, man. And it, it wasn't it, – not. and I don't say this in a bad way. It was anti um, – it wasn't what's the word I'm looking for? Um, climactic. Climactic. Like, excuse me. Yeah. yeah, it was and, expected, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Because yeah. it wasn't. In, I don't say that in a bad way. Normally, when I say that word, it's like in a bad way. Mm-hmm. He was just like, okay, takes the helmet off. Yep. I got a job to do. I got to get the kid back. So yeah. yeah, he was he was one set focus. Like Markham uh, mentioned earlier, he, he the father role. He's completely engulfed the father role. Yep. And he's like, I'm doing whatever I have to do within my ability. To get this kid back, so yep. I mean that was the 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 true point right there when he took his helmet off with no hesitation. So, yeah, and and that whole scene right there, you know, they're trying to not be suspicious, and and you got uh, Mayfeld go in there and see his uh, former commander. Uh, I think his name was Valen Hess. Yes, Hess. Uh, yep. yeah, aka the Night King. Uh, mm, that's yeah. <laughs> good shout, good yeah, shout. But then, like he sees him, they make eye contact. He walks right back out. And then so the Mandalorian goes in there, tries it, and then this alarm starts going off. Yeah, and countdown. I think, I think yeah. that's when they started to uh, get on to him. And that's yeah, when, drawing attention yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's yeah. when Hess starts making his way up to what I call inter- basically start interrogating him. Like, what's your uh, operational number or yeah. uh, TK, TK number? number. TK yeah. number, yeah. Yeah, but then this is where uh, Mayfeld, he doesn't hesitate as well. He was He was very hesitant before going in. But then when he saw Mando was in a pinch, mm-hmm. he just like, oh, hey, uh, this is my uh, commanding officer, uh, TK586, and then I'm TK111, whatever, right? He went in there, smooth talking, and made it very comfortable for the captain to just believe the lie. So, I mean, yeah, he, he didn't hesitate there as well, even though prior to that, he was very hesitant on meeting the captain as yeah. well. And it's funny because he didn't remember Mayfeld at all. Like he was no, not no. at all, <laughs> not one bit. <laughs> Which is revealed in the conversation they have of drinks. Like he made a yes. decision that was for the best of uh, the 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 trooper, the squadron, and uh, uh, killed eight to tens of thousands of people, and uh, didn't hesitate about it because you know what, he really didn't care about him. Yeah, right. his priority is what's best for the empire at that time. If I have to kill my soldiers for the better good, so be it. I will sacrifice them. They're just minions. Uh, they're just pawns for w- the bigger scheme. Yeah, man. what they were talking about there was uh, Operation Cinder. Um, that was that took place right after the Battle of Endor, where basically the the Emperor died, and uh, they mm-hmm. started firing on their on their own Imperial planets by satellites that they had set up. Um, and uh, that was the reference from Battlefront Two um, with uh, I forget her name, but uh, oh, yeah, on that um, planet. I'm totally blanking on it uh, now too. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. That's a, that's a great shout that that, that was yeah. even. Uh, 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 he said, "You know your history." He literally yeah. was like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and he was like, "You no, definitely I, know your Star Wars yeah, uh, like, lore for yeah. sure." Yeah, he said, "This this, this man knows his history." <laughs> what are we toasting to, boys? Yeah, exactly. I could, I could say health or the Empire, success, yeah, success. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would say this scene at the table. 
Now, of course, I'm about to say it was amazing acting because I think it was, but it was also like I'm trying to remember aspects of it and I can't. That's mostly because I watched the episode one time. But I thought the the acting across from all three men, because even Pedro Pascal doesn't say a word yeah. at this table, but his face is just—he's such a great actor. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Mayfeld, you could just see him getting more and more uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and shout uh, Bill Burr here because I mean, obviously, he's known as as the comedian, like he's 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 that guy. But uh, he did a real good job driving home his point uh, when he was talking to the, the captain, and it really. Uh, won us closer to his side and his ideas and um, on how much he's changed from being an Imperial to now he's a gun for hire. But uh, the aspect of, um, I mean, I still have uh, values and I still am fighting for something. And uh, he made that, he made that a point by questioning over and over and over again, the decision-making of the the commander and the captain that was sitting at the table um, and just really making him, uh, try to explain what what decision he actually made. So it was, I mean, it was cool to see Bill Burr actually get in on the action like that, drama drama wise. Yeah, yeah. It was it was again great acting, and uh, eventually, as the uh, <clears throat> as you said, it was Hess. Yeah, Hess, Hess Valen Hess. As Hess is just saying, um, I don't know, just propaganda, just cult stuff, right? Yeah, Following right. the Empire. I eventually, Bill. <laughs> eventually, Mayfeld just gets so fed up. I, Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I really thought that when he was getting ready to finally like cheers, like because he said what these people really want is order. I really thought mm. he was gonna say like cheers to the first order. I really thought he was yeah, gonna say that's but, what I was about to say. It's yeah. like he's mentioning the order, and I feel like we're kind of building up to that with Moff Gideon and with all that would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. I thought it would have been like a nail in the coffin right there if you would have said cheers to the first order, but then Mayfeld shoots him, but uh, but what the hell is the first order? I don't know, but I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Exactly. So, and again, just I, I really want to go wa- go back and watch all of this because everything from the moment where Mando took his helmet off to me, it just upped the ante of the whole episode, man. Like, mm-hmm. and seeing even Mayfeld look at him in the eyes too, and later he says. I never saw your yeah. face. Yeah. Like, how and cool he, was that? And uh, when he says that, he actually like turns away and he hands him his helmet while looking away. Yeah. So it's like kind of yes. like that. Uh, like, so, hey man, I appreciate you what you did, and here you go. I, I, we're even. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign of respect, right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he sh- uh, Mayfeld shoots Hess, and then there's this moment where <laughs> Mando doesn't know what to do. The stormtroopers in the in the mess hall don't know what to do. <laughs> Nobody knows what to do. <laughs> And it's just kind of like, well, for a, for a second there, I don't even think he actually he realized he actually did it. Like he probably one of those situations like where out, like he, it, he it visualized stinks. it, yeah. And then, but he actually it actually happened. So then he yeah. had a he had to react in that situation. And yeah. the funny thing is, is that this whole time we got Cara Dune and Fennec on the on a, a, a ledge somewhere, like like a couple miles away. Like what's taking these guys so long? Yeah, that <laughs> was funny. And they're just sitting there having drinks with the the captain and commander, and uh, Boba's ready to uh, swoop in and try to say like uh, mm-hmm. extract them. Yep. And uh, they're just uh, having their uh, grand old time. Time uh, t- having drinks with the captain, so no. dude, how uncomfortable is Mando? He was hoping to take his helmet off, quick scan, put it back on. Yeah, and yeah. he has to just sit there at this table, enduring actual face to face conversation with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, old brown <laughs> eyes. See, that's the thing that always that confused me during that scene is that it's facial recognition, and yet Mando's face 
automatically goes through the access. It's well, like, come on, Empire. Yeah. Have some better flaws. Well, know? he's not in any system because yeah. uh, right. he was found as a child, which we've seen in uh, the season For one. Season one. Yeah. yeah, he was found. But uh, so he's technically not registered anywhere right. um, with his face. And so technically, I guess he could be in this scan as a, a random, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That is uh, weird. Yeah. You, would, yeah. you would think they'd have better security than that. Right. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if you have it, again, mm-hmm. we've got the TK number that he was yeah. accused of. It's like if you have your set, you're a trooper, here's your thing, we scan your mm-hmm. face. Anybody that can go up to that thing can just scan their face and go into it, as we saw with Mando do it. Yeah, so but then like, again, this is the same organization that has – all you need to do is fly through uh, one little uh, narrow hallway and shoot this uh, core reactor and blows up the entire ship. This that is, is the same, true. They, yeah. they, they, did, they did not inspect that. <laughs> Star Wars is a story of convenience. Yeah, uh, very true. The Force wills it. <laughs> <laughs> so – and then let's keep talking now about the escape. Okay, so this escape scene – was so awesome, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the the best part was, I mean, you, we have Slave One coming in, just hurling through the air to get them, and that wasn't even the coolest part. Because, no. Because no. them kicking out part of the window, no. walking on the edge of the building. Yeah, with Fennec and Dune shooting the guys. Sniper cover. Yeah. Taking yeah. pot shots on them. Yes. Dude, yeah. ro- rooftop shops on the cannon, and uh, we also have... Uh, the people who are uh, trailing them on the ledge getting shot off as well. So <laughs> you, yeah. you got the one trooper who's trying to shoot through the actual window. <laughs> they his gun. He kicks the gun. <laughs> and then they put the, and, was then, slick. and then one of them uh, just put the gun. Uh, whether it was I Mayfeld, think that was Mayfeld. Or, yeah, just shoot him right in yeah. the, the stomach, man. Yep. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. So then they get on the roof. They and get there's cannons. They and get on the roof yeah. again. More sniper cover, like. Mm-hmm. Man, that was awesome. Yeah, they, Fennec and Dune, man, they got some freaking range there. Mm-hmm. We knew we knew Fennec had it in her, but then Cara Dune shows off as well. I mean, yeah. she's supposed to be just yeah. a what like a paratrooper, pretty much, right? Right. Uh, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, but she's over here, uh, long range shots as well. So that, that's crazy. Man, they're laying them down, and then they uh, Mayfeld and Mando jump on Slave One, and as they're flying away, Mayfeld says, "Hand me that um, that rifle." That uh, sniper. I think, it was, it was a, sniper. I think she, he said sniper. Did he say sniper? I don't think he oh, said sniper. He, he called it a specific word. He said something rifle, but it wasn't yeah, sniper. It was. It was the. It was the um, rifle that um, Boba had on when we saw him in the last episode at the yes. beginning. But anyways, again, we know we've heard that Mayfeld has a great shot back back in. He's supposed to be an expert marksman. Yeah, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he finds one of the transport, you know, trucks or tanks or whatever they are. With its hatch open to the uh, Rhydonium, right? Yeah, yeah, to the Rhydonium. It was their actual tank that they had dr- driven in. Yeah, just from on a moving ship flying away, just he bullseye. Did, he didn't even say like, "Hey, Boba, slow down." Like, no, no. He's no. like, "Dude, just hand me this real quick." Dude, he just and he said something like something about like whatever helps us sleep better at night or something, right? Or no. yeah, he said something along those lines. It's yeah. like whatever helps me sleep at night, whatever helps them sleep at night. Yeah, yeah so. they're, they're like nice shot. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you guys think that Mayfield was going to get shot as they were jumping on to Slave I One? I did. Well, yep. right there when they slowed down, I could have swore that Mayfield was going to get like shot in the oh, back, for sure. and then like, I did too. He was going to be hanging on Slave One, and then Mandalorian went to grab him, and he slips away and like falls. It's like no, <sighs> I can see that I, for yeah, sure. No. But yeah. I, I definitely am uh, pleased with the outcome that did happen. It was, yeah, sure. it was, yeah, it was yeah. Nice. It was probably the right outcome, right? Because Mayfield, this is the most. This is the best thing he's ever going to do for the rest of his life. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> In terms of just, like, caring for other people, doing yeah. anything right. 
Yeah, so, yeah, they pretty much, uh, Kara's like, oh, yeah, Mayfeld, uh, quote-unquote, died in the explosion, but he's like, can, can I go now? So, are you saying I'm free? Like, I'm, fr- I'm released from my uh, custody? I mean, I totally go. ignoring him at that same yeah, time. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, so, I mean, do I just yeah. step away from then, here? Like, he makes eye contact with Mando, and he, like, nods his head a little <laughs> bit, and he's like, get out of here. And uh, yeah. he, he's like, okay, see ya. Because I'll go. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly yeah. thought that Kara was going to offer him a role or like a position because to be a of, part of to her, be a part of her Marshall crew. team, yeah, yeah, because she says, "Wow, that was a great shot," or something along those lines. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's going to be a part of the Rebel Alliance now, or the new um, new, Republic. new Republic. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. That would have been dope, but I mean, you know, I th- he gets what he wants. He gets freedom. Yes, and I think it's it's almost like his conscience is clear now too. He's got some revenge. He feels good. I wouldn't be surprised if we somehow see him again. But maybe in another Star Wars up epi- uh, Star Wars series? Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> There's plenty coming out. That's oh for sure. my gosh! If we could talk about that, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, Disney's about to be real busy, man. Yeah, yep. for sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm trying to think what else happens here. Oh, oh man, maybe the, the coolest part of the. Oh, go ahead. The Tie Fighter kills. Where he drops oh, yes. oh my gosh! <laughs> he I drops that? the bomb on them, dude. Yeah. When he uh, he dropped that, I was like, "What is that gonna?" Hold on. There's only one thing this could do, yep. and then yep, they yep. made the noise that that perfect noise. Yeah, <laughs> probably the best thing about that movie was those bombs. <laughs> perfect, dude. That's awesome, dude. Just destroyed those Tie Fighters. Imagine mm. what those Tie Fighters thinking too. What is that? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, but only two Tie Fighters though. Like I feel like they'd have a little more support. Yeah, than that, what is this? Yeah. yeah, Star Wars is a story Weak. of convenience. Uh, yeah, they, they were on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. But then, but it, then it pans the Moff Gideon. No, no, no. Yeah. All right. And this I did not see coming. No. At all. No, not at all. This I feel like this is very uncharacteristic for of, uh, sure. of Mando. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Moff Gideon, uh, he's doing whatever commanders do on a on a on a on Overseeing. A imperial on- cruiser. Uh, he's like, uh, sir, uh, we have a message coming through or whatever they say. Like, you got to see this. Mm-hmm. And it's Mando, like literally threatening. Uh, Moff Gideon with, with he, the with he, his, the same exact words. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, what yeah. I was about to say. Yeah, like yeah. Wait, what did complete callback. He so I missed that. If I, you didn't skip the preview or skip the recap, you hear Moff Gideon say, "You have something that I want. I I'm going to do everything I can to get it back. Something along those lines means I'm more to me than you'll ever means know. More than me than you ever know. And Mando uses the same exact words. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm like. You know what? Yes. I did skip the preview this time, the recap. Uh, so I that's one of the reasons I missed it, but that's good. Yeah. That's really cool. And and you could see in his face, in Moff Gideon's face, you could see there he did have a smirk at one point, but I also felt like I saw a little bit of like dread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like maybe not I, pure fear, but yeah. like a discomfort. Like no. a, yes. I should not be getting threatened. But I say, yeah, as far as like dread goes, like oh, I'm gonna have to deal with this. Like this is this is something that's gonna not go away easily. Like mm-hmm. I'm inconvenienced now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh I'm telling you, man, we're about to get some uh Moff Gideon Dark Saber versus the Beskar Spear action going oh, on yeah. here, man. Because oh, Mando is on gosh. a mission, dude. He is on a freaking mission, and it's gonna yeah, it's gonna come down to that. I feel like Bo Katan is going to be in this next episode if they go full on to go attack Moff Gideon, because I really need to know how Bo Katan lost the dark saber to Mo- to Moff Gideon. Considering in Star Wars Rebels, we show that she gets the dark saber um, from Sabine, and then it's like, all right, cool. And then at the end of season one of Mando. 
hey, I've got the dark saber. I'm like, what is going on? How do you have this? <laughs> yeah, no. What I, happened? I definitely, if we're going into speculation here, I really believe that uh, Bogatan is going to be back because, like, the way we last saw her, she was trying to get to Moff Gideon or and trying to figure it out. And guess what? Mando's got the coordinates. Yep. What better way to reach out to Bogatan than he to needs get help her? Anyways. Yes, exactly. Say, hey, I got Moff Gideon. Let's go. Let's ride up in here and let's yep. do this. And, and they so, have seven people, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, she so got four in their team right now. She had mm. three with her. No, she was. Um, yeah, three total with her. Three total yeah. with her, and then they've got four with themselves. So that'd be seven. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Magnificent so, seven right there. Come yeah. on, come on. There it is. And then I mean, maybe Ahsoka comes back in this last part. I don't know, man. Now I'm kind of hoping this is all just like Mandalorians. Like they're all like slow motion walking <laughs> uh, out of Slave One with their yeah. helmets on. Yes, dude, yeah. that'd like, be sick, dude. Yeah. But that would be cool. We got to keep it in consideration here that uh, Grogu did reach out through the yes. Force, and oh, so yes. we are yeah. potentially going to get some Jedi help. And who yeah. said Ezra last week? Was Dude, that was me? That was yeah. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I would love yeah. to see Ezra. Considering we have Ahsoka saying, "Where's Thrawn?" So it's like, okay, if Thrawn is alive, then definitely Ezra, hopefully, has to be alive as well during this because yeah. we saw him and Thrawn at the end of Rebels going into um, the unknown space. So it's like, okay, if she's still searching for him, awesome. That's what we want to see. But it's like, all right, if it's not Ezra, what other Jedi are, is there? Because Ahsoka, I don't think, really considers herself a Jedi. No, she point. does not. She, yeah, left, yeah, she left the council, um, so she's on her own. I, so so the like, only other one we can think of out here is potentially like Luke Skywalker. And so how much magnitude would Luke bring to if he is the one that reaches out? Like that's going to be pretty intense to seeing Mark Hamill uh, back again as Luke Skywalker. But what what phase? Yeah, what phase is he in? Is he in that like diehard Jedi where I'm going to train everybody I can possibly find? Right. Uh, or is he on a decline now and he's like, uh, okay, well, it's a, it's a danger for me to be start training and all doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because this is, what, five years set after six? six. So definitely would have to de-age Mark Hamill if he does return. Yeah, the de-aging for sure. Yeah, Um, that's a good point. Because he's going to be, what, roughly in his 20s when he destroyed the Death Star the second time? That is true, yep. So we've got that, but again, you're right. Like, what other Jedi? We've got Luke Skywalker, Mm -hmm. we've got Ezra, uh, maybe Ahsoka maybe coming back. As far as other Jedi, I'm not too sure. Maybe, maybe some Cal Kestis, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, still holding out hope for a potential return of Cal Kestis in uh, live action form. But mm-hmm. they definitely rendered his character in the video game after an actual actor. So yes. uh, why not bring him back in this aspect? A very, very good TV actor at that. So, mm-hmm. um, so we'll see. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Quite a big question mark. Maybe. Yeah. Plus, he's got a rogue Jedi of his own. You know. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a lot to speculate, but this is definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I I truly believe I'm going 100 percent here that Bo-Katan is coming back for the mm-hmm. season finale. Yeah. Uh, I can't put that 100 percent on uh, Ahsoka, but uh, with the with uh, the the season of Ahsoka series being uh, on for three seasons, there's a potential we may get her still in this final episode. So, mm-hmm. dude, the one thing I will say for sure. The season finale has to be longer than the last few episodes. Yes, yes. it has yes. to be, man. Gosh, thirty three as the as the including credits, and thirty eight in the second one. This one has to be either an hour, an hour and ten. Like, yes, 
well, hour I'm just minimum. Like, no, I'm just I, if I see fifty something, I'll be at least satisfied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get an hour, I'll. I'm telling you, hour ten. Let's go, baby. Dance. Let's do but, this. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I think at least a f- at least fifty. I'm say I'm gonna say fifty four. Hey, let's go around every. So this will be the prediction for <laughs> the recap at the beginning and the credits at the end. So total amount. I'm gonna say fifty four. Zach, forty five. Forty five. Forty five. I think better, they're gonna. I think they're gonna undersell it, ooh, dude. They better not. I hope uh, you're not right. I, I was thinking forty five as well because what? I remember correctly, season one f- season finale was around that forty five mark somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking mm. it's somewhere around there. I mean, we this season had like a thirty three minute episode, which was the shortest that they've done so far. I think we might get a forty five. Just I, I like things being condensed and being. Point to point. Don't put in filler in there. Don't put in like things that don't need to be done. Neither of you are ever allowed on this podcast again. Justin, <laughs> sixty-four, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Give me content. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, yeah, sixty-four, man. It's gonna be longer. It's gonna be drawn out. We're gonna get a full development of every single character for the most part. Boba's gonna get his time. Fennec's gonna get her time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get some Mando action. We're gonna get some Bo-Katan action. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna get some Moff Gideon action, and Grogu's. I think he's gonna have a moment to shine as well. He's gonna do some some crazy Jedi stuff. What if he like force chokes um, Moff Gideon? Moff Gideon. Yes, let's Ooh, go. I want to see that. Yeah, I'm down for that. You know, it'd be crazy if like Grogu goes for the final kill. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's like a bunch of weight on him. You know, the, it's the turn. He's gonna have a the good turn. nap. Turn. Yeah, he's gonna have a good nap <laughs> after <laughs> that. Yeah. The best nap. We're all trying to get to the best nap right now. Let's get, go. Somebody get that kids that uh, that kid some more uh, frog eggs. Come on, frog eggs. crackers. Yeah, it finishes <laughs> with Grogu back in possession of Mandalorian, and then they head to the frog lady to visit some eggs. <laughs> so much genocide was going on right there. She's like, <laughs> "This is awful. the last of our kind. Yeah. What are you doing?" She never right noticed. Now? She. No. <laughs> no, wow. So weird. All right, anyways, um, yeah, that's next week. We have one more uh, review for The Mandalorian Season 2. Chapter 16 is next week, and we hope that everyone who is listening tonight will come back and listen to our review um, for Chapter 16. I want to thank you for listening. I want to encourage you to please follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod. Also, share this podcast with your friends. If you are listening and you have some buddies, some friends who also enjoy The Mandalorian, share this episode and let them know that we, uh, we're doing reviews for every single episode. They can go back and listen to prior reviews for prior episodes as well. So, uh, gentlemen, any last words before we close shop? No nah, man, let's let's uh, just get to this finale already. We're ready. Keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah man. I Perfect. hope it's epic enough considering season three is going to be December of twenty twenty one. So let's see. Mm, that's a way. That's a ways, dude. Oh yeah. Curtis and Zach, thanks for joining. Shimada, we miss you. We'll see you next week. And to all of our listeners, thank you once again for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you rebel scum. 